0: welcome to episode 284 of the veg podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 15th of April 2020 and today today I want to talk to you about a few plant feeds that we can make at home but before that we have what I've been up to today but firstly I need to apologize and I need to apologize for not producing any content over the last couple of days. This was not intentional But long-term listeners will know I sometimes get some really debilitating migraines, and that's what I've had over the last couple of days. And unfortunately that means that staring at the bright light from a screen is a no-go. So I do apologize for that. Now of course I couldn't do any gardening over that time either, but I'm very lucky that my wife was able to look after my chickens and quail. But today I did venture out into the garden to carry out a few jobs. Now, first task was to check the birds were okay, And they were okay, of course. Now, Amanda is completely capable of looking after my birds. However, because I generally look after them on a day-to-day basis, it's quicker for me to spot any changes or anything that needs doing a bit sooner than what Amanda may pick it up. But fortunately, nothing like that happened today. After that, I then checked on all my plants, especially in the greenhouse. They haven't been watered for a couple of days and they really needed a good drink, which I promptly did, and uh, watered uh, the entire garden. With all the usual daily tasks caught up on, I then screwed the doors to the quail run back on and I then gave it its final liquor paint. Now, you may remember at the weekend, I removed the doors to replace the hinges and give the whole run a fresh liquor paint. Well... That's now completed. The doors are back on and the fresh liquor paint and once the paint had dried I then was able to place my quail in it. And this was the free quail that I was keeping in my potting shed. Bunny the male which I hatched Easter 2019 and Echol and Fecken, my female quails. Now I have noticed that Bunny, the male, he's very aggressive towards me. He's always trying to bite me if I feed him or anything like that. I'm hoping now he's outside in a a bigger run, he might calm down a bit. But he was placed into that smaller cage because he was fighting and had quite a bit of damage to himself. Now with the quails in their home, I noticed that my water butt that is attached to my potting shed was pretty low on water. We haven't had any rain for a while. But this kind of worked in my favour. What little water was in the bottom, I drained off into as many watering cans as I could find. And I saved all that to use another day. But then I removed that water butt from where it stood over to the other side of the garden. This opened up the area which I got in with the trimmers to cut back the ivy. And I then placed a larger water butt on top of a couple of breeze box and an old washing machine drum into this area. Now, we are expecting some rain in a couple of days. I don't; it will fill this up to the top, but it may well just fill it up enough that we can buy ourselves a few more days. So that's what I've been up to today. What have you been up to? Please let me know. Now, plant feeds we can make at home. I'm going to discuss this today, and this might come into a lot of use for us at the moment. Because plants need the feed to really thrive, and if we can't obtain plant feed from a garden centre, what do we do? In recent years, my main source of plant feed has been from my wormery. As the worms digest through all my kitchen waste, a liquid seeps out of them, which I then collect, and I've got loads and loads of bottles worth. Now, my understanding with this is that it adds some beneficial microbes to the soil, which in turn get more nitrogen in the soil. I'm no scientist. This is just what I've read up on the theory behind it all works. But what I do know is that it does work and it does really promote some really good growth in the plants. You do need a wormery for this however it is possible to make your own wormery. I'm not going to go into that today I'll save that for another day but if you do want to make your own wormery there's a few websites out there that you can search this up and have a look at making one. What if you haven't got a wormery but you still want to make your own plant food? There's a number of different materials we can make plant food from. Now the first one is banana peels. And this is so simple. Just place the banana peel into a bottle of water for a day or two. Drain off and save the liquid. And there you go. You've got a liquid feed, which is pretty rich in potassium. Stinging nettles actually make a pretty awesome plant food too. And I remember hearing about this at school. That very night, I came home from school, filled a bottle up with stinging nettles and filled it up with water. I then waited till the stinging nettles had completely dissolved into the water... And this did take a while and it stunk to high heaven, but it did work. What I learned from that is I did not need to wait that long. A couple of days to a week would have been enough to get the uh, goodness into that water. Along with stinger nettles, comfrey leaves and borage leaves also work in pretty much the same way. Again, you make this plant food from these items by soaking it in water and then... All oh, the goodness leaches out into that water, and we take that liquid, pot it into a watering can, and dilute it down and spray it onto our plants, and it is good to go. Comfrey and Borage is probably not so well known unless you're on an allotment, so it's probably not so easy to get hold of compared to banana peels and stinger nettles. That's why I started with those two. Another option, if you live near the coast, is seaweed. Now, seaweed has been used as fertilisers for years, and I actually buy some liquid feed to start my younger plants off. But it is possible to make your own from seaweed found on the coast. Same way as I just said with the stinging nettles, soak it in water. There's a bit of debate whether you need to wash the seaweed first or not. I've always washed it just to get rid of any salt, and then I've just placed it into a bottle with water, and waited for it to sort of steep and make a tea. Other options though, you can actually dry that seaweed out in the sun until it goes nice and hard and crisp, and then pulverise that down to a really fine powder and sprinkle that around your plants, especially over the root zone, and that will then get into the soil and make a really nice plant feed. And seaweed can also be used as a mulch, especially over the winter, if you're able to get it in large quantities. The trouble with seaweed, especially in such large quantities, you may need permission from the council to take it away from the sea. It's one of those weird problems, especially if it's living seaweed. The best time to get seaweed is after a storm when it's all been washed up and it's, it's kind of just going to go to waste. Well, that's it for today. I hope that has helped you out with making some plant feeds that you can make at home. If you've got any plant feeds that you've made yourself, then please let me know. Now, you can email me, richard at or you can leave me a comment on the Veg Grower Podcast website at theveggrowerpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social. Just search for The Veg Grower Podcast. But for today, please take care and I'll see you again next time.